Buenos días, buenos tardes, and buenas noches to everybody. Welcome to a special edition of After What Works Live. Well, live for me, live for you, maybe. Live from Mexico City. Uh, first night of After What Works on the road. Today was a great day. I haven't slept in 36 hours. Traveled for 14 of those hours. Walked around Azteca, walked around the Gran Sur, walked around my hotel. Actually fell in love with the city as we speak. And today on the show, to preview the game and to talk about Club America, talk about Liga MX, a little bit of Chivas too, well, we have Tom Marshall from ESPN FC. So without further ado, here's Luis Mariano again. And after that, Tom Marshall. And welcome back to a special edition live from Mexico City. I'm joined tonight by Tom Marshall uh, at Mexico World Cup on Twitter. He works for ESPN FC out of Guadalajara, Mexico. First of all, Tom, I have to say I'm in love with your country. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I've, been, I've been here seven years, so <laughs> I stayed around. Oh, no, it's a just a great atmosphere. The colors, the, the, there's a certain rhythm to the city. There's the vibrant colors. Such a different atmosphere than I'm used to it. And ever since I landed today, it's I've just been my senses have been overwhelmed. No, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty crazy place. It's uh, once you get you know once you get used to it and get into that rhythm, then it's uh, you know it's it's fascinating. I mean, like I said, I've been here seven years, and every day there's something new that pops up that makes you think, you know, where did that come from? <laughs> and then I had my first glance at Estadio Azteca. What a giant. When I tell you the name Estadio Azteca, Tom, what is the first word that comes to mind? I think historic. I mean, just so much history in that one place with, you know, the 1970 World Cup, the 1986 World Cup. I mean, arguably the two greatest World Cups ever. And, you know, both the finals took place there. Absolutely. And uh, we all both know you've been to Azteca many times to cover Guadalajara versus America, El Clásico, the Clásico. Uh, what's the atmosphere like when you have a game of two rivals, like a Clásico of El Clásico? Yeah, I mean, it's just intense. I mean, I think the word's just intense. It's um, it's exciting because in that specific Clásico, both teams have like got nationwide followers. So you'll get Chivas, and Chivas fans will be like 50%. So in America, fifty percent. So you can imagine the rivalry um, within a city. I think that you know it's something that I think is missing in, in general from you know north of the border in the U.S. and Canada. A lot of the you know even in hockey and stuff, you don't get two teams from the same city. And I think that you know it creates just this uh, you know this this intense atmosphere that uh, yeah it's uh, it's good. If we're looking at on the pitch, uh, America had a different difficult weekend, but the the uh, rested a lot of their starters ahead of the final that started this Wednesday. First of all, how good is America and how good is Peralta? Yeah, I mean, um, America, I'd say player for player, they're the best team in CONCACAF. I mean, honestly, I don't say that lightly. I just think that player for player, they're a very, very good team. Now, having said that, you know, they've come in, they're coming into the game against Montreal um, off the back of a 4-0 loss to Querétaro. Um, and they struggled and they have struggled. Actually, in the last six games, they've lost two four nil, and and another three nil. 
Um, and then and then they've won one six nil. So it's like like um, it's a real Jekyll and Hyde team at the minute. I mean, if they turn it on, it's they're difficult to live with. But they've just uh, they've so they've struggled to click under new coach Gustavo Matosas. Do you think it's a question of just adjustment, or are they in a phase where they're changing identity of play? Because that's what it looks like. Very much so. It's, it's uh, the the old coach uh, Antonio Mohamed played a very different style. It was a much more solid kind of like almost reactionary style, like reacting to the other team and then hitting them when you find space. But uh, Matosa's style is very much go out there and absolutely dominate. You know, send your fullbacks flying forward. You know, take take risks when your goalkeeper gets the ball, throw it straight out. So it is a risky strategy, and it's one that you know they have come unstuck. I mean, against Carretero, they weren't terrible, but Carretero were able to just pick them off. And Ronaldinho you know, decided ahead, to uh, play, right? Yep, six minutes, two goals. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Wow. Yeah. So. Um, it yeah. was a very impressive. It was vintage Ronaldinho, we could say. Before we just start talking about the actual game between the America and the Montreal Impact, uh, one thing I'm wondering in Concacaf is the Champions League final. I've been talking about a little bit of locals today. They're not seem to be that enthusiastic about the Concacaf Champions League. Yes, it's a big game. It's going to be full. It's sold out. But but it seems like the tournament itself doesn't have the same type of following that it actually does in Canada. No, I don't. I think I think from the Canadian perspective and even the U.S. perspective, it's like it's this underdog feel that you know they've, they've kind of latch on to Mexican teams and like if we can beat these Mexican teams, then it's like almost like we're proving ourselves we're as good as them and and even better than them. Whereas I think Mexico, Mexico because they've had so much success recently in the tournament, it's kind of um, you know I think kind kind of got used to it. So I almost think that in a way the tournament needs a Canadian team or a team for the US or Costa Rica to, to win so that the Mexican teams are like wake up a bit and like, right, well, let's actually take this really seriously. But I mean, tomorrow, um, well, I think two quick points. I think tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, sorry, is sold out. So, you know, 90,000 people. So, you know, I think America fans are definitely, definitely excited. And secondly, on Sunday, it's the, like we've mentioned before, it's the classical against Chivas. So, um, you know, I think I think that game's absolutely huge for Mexico. I mean, the whole country comes to a standstill. Everybody meets up, gets together. So, yeah, I think th- those two factors, you know, um, they're worth pointing into the equation. You mentioned the Canadian team or the Montreal Impact. If it win, it would change the tournament itself. Do you think there's a chance that the Montreal can actually just score a goal at Azteca? N- n- never mind winning the first leg. Can they score a goal at Azteca? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think this America defense, I think there's problems. Um, Samudio, I think, is going to be out. Uh, Alvarado, Ventura Alvarado is uh, suspended. Goltz is suspended. So right there, you've got three three suspend, uh, three defenders out. So um, and, and, and this is a team in America that have leaked goals. And, um, you know, I think that Montreal, what they've shown so far in this tournament is that they, you know, they, they can score. They're not just a team that that sit back. Although, I'd, you know, I'd say they are. That's the, the the primary thing is to 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 be be tight at the back, but they can do damage as well. And you just look at Saturday's game. I mean, America leaked leaked four goals, and and I don't know. I, I just honestly can't predict what America team is going to come out on Wednesday. I mean, it's honestly Matosa's job as a coach is on the line. Um, I don't know how confident the players are. I don't know if it's gonna the loss on Saturday is gonna spark a reaction from them, or if they're gonna go out there and just 
you know, kind of wilt a bit under the under the pressure. A little question about Mexican football culture. In North America, and especially Montreal, Toronto, we're used to team changing coach like they change underwear every team or every year or so when they get bored of a coach they change. What's the culture with a manager in Mexico? And are they more patient or maybe are they more on the gun quickly? What's the, the whole uh, culture surrounding the coach in uh, the Mexican football? Yeah, I'd say they're even quicker on the trigger <laughs> than in, um, you know, than, than up north. I mean, Really are if a few few results don't go don't go well then that's it and I think really good example is uh, is Club America and Antonio Mohamed he came in there and I think he was there one year got the team the championship and then all of a sudden he's out of a job I mean it really was bizarre and that was because they didn't one of the one of the people said they didn't like his style of play and it's like what fans in the world would would care that much about a style of play if you've won the league. You know, you can't be that bad if you've won the league. So, very fickle, the, the ownerships in terms of firing coaches. Uh, last question before I let you go, Tom. Uh, you talked about America, how they're struggling in the league and they had success in the CONCACAF. Same thing for Montreal Impact. Is the CONCACAF the consolation prize when your season's not going well? Or should the clubs take both fronts seriously? I mean, I think both fronts. I mean, I think you've got to put this in, in the context of you know, the big clubs in Europe. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, Montreal or Club America are at that level, but, you know, I think you've got to look at the, these leagues almost as like preparation ground and the big clubs in Europe, they play weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek. And, and I think that, especially America with the money they've got, they've got, they've, they put so much money into this club last summer in terms of buying players like Benedetto, Darwin, Quintero. But, you know, they, they should be definitely fighting on, on both fronts. I mean, uh, you know, let's put this America thing in perspective. They're only three points off the top of the of the Liga MX. So I think the in Mexico there's this thing where where a club loses a couple of games, especially if it's America or Chivas, and it's like the world's caving in. Whereas um, there's still a very good side. It's just Matosas hasn't gotten working yet properly. So um, so yeah, I mean, I think that this is a massive priority for America. I mean, they admitted it. Matosas said it after the game on Saturday. He said. Wednesday's our revenge. We're going to get our revenge on on Wednesday. So they're really up for it. And and America is a club that really do want to make an impact globally and really will they want to be at the Club World Cup. Absolutely no doubt about it. Tom Marshall from ESPN FC, thank you very much for joining us on this special edition of Onto What Works. Thanks very much, for Kevin, for having me. You're listening to Off The Woodworks. If you want to reach Kevin Laramie, you can do it by email off the woodworks at hotmail.com on twitter at off the woodworks or you can go like our page on facebook facebook.com slash off the woodworks you can get this show everywhere you get your podcast itunes stitcher feed burner everywhere you like you can get this podcast now back to the show thanks again to tom marshall of espn fc to joining us tonight live from Guadalajara. So I'm in Mexico City. He's in Chivas, and together we gave you a pregame for the Concacaf Champions League final this Wednesday, live from Estadio Azteca. Here's the schedule for Tuesday, folks. As we're recording this right now, it's 10 p.m. Mexico time on Monday night. Tomorrow 
I'll be at the practice of the impact. I'll be at the practice of Club America. And I'll be taking my stroll around Estadio Azteca with my camera, with my video phone. Video phone? Yeah, video phone. Who cares? Video phone. I will do videos and audio and try to talk to some people close to Azteca to get a sense, to, to get a vibe, to get a certain opinion on that giant. And before I let you go, I have to say a little something to our sponsors. Again, thank you to Service de Gestion de Projet Planipro, Gestion Immobilière à l'Aramé. Thank you very much for your support. Look tomorrow night for a special, maybe, French edition of La Transversale. Who knows? Anything can happen in Mexico City. And tomorrow is another day. And until tomorrow, well, have a great football.